and people really want to help out. And I think it is. I think it's beautiful to see that in a world where news and all the politics can be slightly depressing every now and then, it's just nice to see that people just want to help each other out. Like BMIS doesn't discriminate in any way. We don't care about your race or your beliefs or your sexuality or anything like that. It's just connecting someone who needs help with someone who can provide that help. And I think that connection is just really pure and beautiful. And that's a lot of people want to be a part of that. Hi and welcome to the podcast Making an Impact. This is the podcast where all aspects of working in the global impact sector are discussed. My name is Anna Rask and I will be the host in this podcast. In this episode, we will meet Alexander Hörslev Jensen, who is the Chief Commercial Officer at Be My Eyes in Denmark. Alexander will let us know how Be My Eyes works and the background to why it was initiated. So, let's get started. Today I'm very happy and honored to have Alexander Harris Lev Jensen, Chief Commercial Officer at Be My Eyes in Denmark. Uh, Alexander, welcome to the podcast, Making an Impact. Thank you so much, Helen. I'm pleased to be here. You're very welcome. Uh, first, you know, I think many people would be very curious to know a bit more. What is to Be My Eyes? So Be My Eyes, it's a free mobile application that connects people who are blind or low vision with sighted volunteers and company representatives. Everything happens through the Be My Eyes app and uh, sighted volunteers and companies can help blind and low vision people lead more independent lives through live video. And how does the app work? So the app is really, really simple. It's um, To get started, all you need to do is to download the Be My Eyes app in either the App Store or the Play Store. And then once you have downloaded it, you would select if you are blind uh, or if you are sighted. If you, and then once you've done that, you select the languages that you speak and then you're more or less good to go. And if you sign up as a blind user, you can make calls. And so whenever you need some kind of visual assistance, it could be with checking what's in, in your checking your record collection or making sure that your socks are matching or if reading the newspaper, um, then you'll simply just click the button in the app that's called Call First Available Volunteer. And then we'll send a call out to one of our more than 2 million volunteers uh, who will then receive a video call and explain what the blind person is seeing through live video. If you sign up as a sighted person, you um, you 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 just download the app, select the languages that you speak, and when someone needs your needs help, you will receive a push notification saying someone needs your help. And if you accept that, then a live video connection is established, and you as a sighted volunteer would be able to assist the blind person with whatever they need help with. So it's a super, super flexible way of making an impact in someone else's life. Um, an average call is around three minutes, but sometimes it's just a question of checking that the oven is set to the right temperature. Everything happens through live video, so there's no need to meet up somewhere. Um, and also everything is completely anonymous, so there's no uh, phone numbers, emails, uh, anything like that is being shared. You'll just receive a push notification saying someone needs your help. So it's like a small commitment and something that makes a huge impact in people's lives. 
So concretely, if I would like to have the newspaper read up to me in Swedish a morning, what do I do? Then if you signed up as a blind user, you just open the Be My Eyes app and then you will click. You have two options in the app. You have an option to call a, a volunteer. You probably want to call a volunteer if you want to, to have your newspaper read out. But you also have an option to go into specialized help. And there you have an option to call specific companies. We can go into that a little later. Uh, but if you want to read your, your, your newspapers, you just click call first available volunteer. And then a call will be initiated. And usually it will take no more than 30 seconds before you're connected to a sighted volunteer who would then um, you, you who would then be able to assist you. So you would just point your phone at the newspaper and the volunteers will read up whatever they say, see. What's the background and the story of Be My Eyes? So the idea for Be My Eyes started in Denmark with a... Uh, Danish furniture craftsman called Hans-Jan Bieber, who is uh, visually impaired himself, and he is the inventor of Be My Eyes. In his spare time, Hans was volunteering at the Danish Association of the Blind, where he noticed that a lot of the people that he interacted with needed some kind of assistance to solve smaller everyday tasks. And then one of his friends told him that, um, that he used FaceTime and Skype to solve these everyday challenges. And with that, the idea was basically born. Because why should you rely on friends and family to do tasks over and over again when um, sighted volunteers could basically do the same job uh, and lend their eyes to the blind? So with that, the idea of Be My Eyes was basically born. Um, and in 2015, we, we launched the app, and it was a very, very global birth. Um, within the first 24 hours, we had more than uh, 10,000 volunteers who had signed up on the platform uh, and more than 1,000 people who are blind or low vision signed up um, to, to, as, to ask for, for assistance. And that was in the first 24 hours. So we really knew that this, now this is something that has the potential to positively impact millions of people across the world. And fast forwarding a little bit to where we are now, uh, four years later, the app is being used by more than 135,000 blind and low vision individuals. And we have more than 2.2 million volunteers using the app. Our users are currently in more than 150 countries. And I think that we're really proud of is that we uh, can support basically any language out there. We, Our volunteers speak more than 185 different languages. So that means that we can provide completely free, completely unlimited access to volunteers 24 hours a day in any language. And that's something we're extremely proud of. And about a year and a half ago, we launched a new, a new feature that we call specialized help. And specialized help is for companies. Um, so now we have companies on the platform as well. And this is a way for them to provide an accessible customer support to their blind and low vision customers. So our blind users, as I mentioned, they have two options and they have, they have an option to call the volunteers, but they also have an option to go into specialized help and call specific companies. Um, so if you're blind or low vision and you have issues with us, with your Microsoft computer, for example, you'll just go in and you'll select Microsoft and then you can make a call directly to their customer support center who then will receive a video call and the agents are able to assist 
their blind customers through live video and not over traditional phone, which is not ideal for uh, people who are blind or low vision. And in Specialized Health, we currently work with Microsoft, Google, Procter Gamble, uh, Lloyds Bank, Bank of Scotland, Halifax, and we have many, many more industry leaders joining um, to provide a customer support that really works for people who are blind. I'm just a bit curious how uh, you said within 24 hours that the app was very well received, uh, mm. but how, how did you reach out then? So we we've been lucky to get quite a lot of a lot of press, um, and I think that uh, that's uh, there's several reasons for that. I think BMIs is really touching about upon something that we all made to do. I think we all made to help each other out, and I think BMIs is just a really good example of, of how technology can allow people to live more independent lives. So that was naturally picked up by the press pretty early on. And then more importantly, um, every time someone either asks for or, uh, or, uh, or helps someone through the app, it makes a, it's a really profound experience. Um, so a lot, of the, a lot of the growth that we have seen is just completely organic growth because if you receive a, if you help someone out uh, uh, checking uh, reading out a recipe for dinner you that makes a really big impact on you uh, and the, the chances that you will talk about it to your friends and family there is really high and that's been how the how the be nice community has grown we have not paid for any uh, traditional marketing or anything like that it's been purely organic growth but how was the uh, who designed the app in the first place? I mean, how how did you construct it? Um, so we we worked with a uh, a company that that makes app in the beginning, uh, and then after that we took all development in house. Do you have a concrete good example of when Be My Eyes have had a positive impact? Um, uh, there's um, several, I guess. The the list is actually completely endless, and we have been very very surprised what it's being used for and we help like thousands of people every single day doing more uh, but some of the um, some of the the use cases that has made a a big impression on us are like we we for example had a had a woman who saw her son's first basketball game through the eyes of a of a volunteer who narrated the game we have uh, blind parents who can now make homework with their sighted kids Explaining math problems and uh, uh, and help doing uh, the homework. We have uh, blind people who can do the gardening work, making sure that they remove the weeds and not the flowers when they're in the garden. And we even had a woman who was just about to get married and walked down the aisle, and she had a volunteer check her wedding dress for stains just before getting married. If people are using it to get ready before a job interview, uh, and the list is completely endless and it's yeah it's really really amazing to see how people connect and also how creative people are in terms of using it but it's also a good reminder because in the perfect world be my eyes wouldn't exist because in the perfect world everyone would have equal access to everything but that's not the case as it is right now but that's what we are like working towards to see can like it's not it's not fair that that there are 253 million people who are blind or low vision in the world. And it's not fair that that, uh, that they don't have the, this, 
equal access to information and to getting from A to B. Um, so that's what we are working towards, even though that there are so many different things that the app is being used for. I think it just shows that the world that we live in is actually pretty poorly designed for people without a good side. Um, so that is something that we are we want to change. And how do you cooperate with the more traditional service providers for this group? Yes, so we work really closely together with the blind organizations across the world to make sure that um, the word get out gets gets out there. Traditionally, people like companies that serve the blind make softwares or hardwares that are really, really, really expensive. Um, and we have just a completely different approach to that. Our philosophy is that accessibility features and tools are only accessible if they're also financially accessible, which is why we will never charge any of our users to use the Be My Eyes app. So it's really different from any other like traditional service providers. But we work really closely together with the blind organizations because they also love that because they are spending thousands of euros or thousands of dollars on some a device that can do a simple thing. It's not benefiting anyone. So we work very closely together with blind organizations to get the word out and, and, and make sure that more and more people get to know about the Be My Eyes app. And then we, of course, also work a lot with larger corporations like Microsoft, Google, and with the other companies that are work, that are using BMIs to provide accessible customer support to their customers. Um, yeah. So I mean, you're not uh, charging for use any anything for using the app, but for those, uh, and then you have volunteers that are are not getting getting any payment, I guess, for for uh, working on on this. But how right. is it then financially running? One would ask. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, and for the first three years of our existence, we didn't know how to make make BMI into a sustainable thing. But the companies who provide customer support through our platform, they pay um, a, a fee to be on the platform, and that is what keeps the service free for the users. So the companies they pay a fee to um, to better serve their customers, uh, and that is what keeps. Um, the application free for all users. And how do you reach out? I mean, how do you find volunteers and how how do you uh, reach out to the users, the potential users? So for, for the users, we do mainly like partnerships with blind organizations, trying to make sure that they they know how to talk about Be My Eyes. And you uh, do, sorry, but you do that throughout the world? I mean, in all areas? Yes, yeah. We... we we are we are active in 150 countries, um, and but for in terms of growing the community in general, it's it's more this organic growth um, that we are really lucky that that people uh, get also like emotionally invested in helping out and asking for help. So whenever you have a good experience, you 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 you, sh- you share it, and that's how that's actually how the community has grown to uh, more than two million people now. That's because of people just sharing their experience. Um, so we haven't spent any money on marketing or putting up ads or anything like that. It's just people having a, a great experience using the app. Uh, and I think there's several reasons for that. I think, as I mentioned before, helping someone out is what we are 
built to do. And whenever we have a chance to do that, um, it just feels really good. But volunteering as it is today, it's like it become very difficult because it usually means that you have to go down to the church and or to the school and paint a fence or you go to a plant nursery and like plant new trees. And that's all a pretty big commitment. But here you can have a chance to to make a difference in another person's life in a matter of minutes or seconds. And you can just do it on your phone. It's extremely easy. So it's a good reminder of what we are built to do. But it's also a good sneak peek into a world that a lot of people don't understand. A lot of people don't understand what it means to be blind. Uh, and so it's, it really starts uh, a lot of thoughts. Um, and I think that, that the fact that it triggers so many emotional things allows the, the community to grow in a, and flourish in a really beautiful way. And how do you connect to, to the, with the volunteers? How do you get people on board? Yeah, so that is exactly the, uh, like that, where it's just people, people sharing their experience. So that that goes with itself, even yeah, in, it, in, in throughout the world. No, we like our our users are all over the world, and we get several thousands of new volunteers every day. And it's just because people have a really good experience with it, and they want to talk about it. So, of course, it's a really it's a really fortunate situation to be in that the community grows by itself, but it grows by itself because uh, it makes sense and people really want to help out. And I think it is I think it's beautiful to see that in a world where news and all the politics can be slightly depressing every now and then, it's just nice to see that people just want to help each other out. Like BMIS doesn't discriminate in any way. We don't care about your race or your beliefs or your sexuality or anything like that. It's just connecting someone who needs help with someone who can provide that help. And I think that connection is just really pure and beautiful. And that's a lot of people want to be a part of that. And the app is obviously a, a result of the new technology, one could say. I mean, this wasn't, this has changed in a way that when we have had this uh, new technology coming up. Uh, what would you say is... How has that new kind of technology, like like your own app, changed the societal behavior? Do you think? I think BMIS really demonstrates how technology can you be used to better people's life. And day to day, BMIS is empowering people with low vision to lead more independent lives. But it also breaks down a lot of barriers between people with and people without disabilities, and increasing and increasing awareness about accessibility and how it can how technology can be used to create a more inclusive world. Um, so I think that technologies play a huge, huge role in, in, in changing the world and changing like societal behavior, both making it much, much easier to volunteer and make a difference uh, for other people. Uh, but also technology also allows people to get access to information that technology wasn't available to them so i think it's technology is really really making a huge difference especially for people with disabilities um and yeah i think that i think that we say that bmis is a combination of uh, technology and human generosity and i think that combination especially is really strong where it's not only a technological uh, tool but it's a technical technology technological tool paired up with something human and i think that combination is really really strong and will without a doubt uh, change social uh, behavior for the better 
What is the most challenging with the with the job? Um, I think that still to this day, many large organizations and also a lot of people don't take accessibility seriously seriously enough. So I'd say that raising awareness about the importance of providing equal access is a challenge. When when I tell when when we talk about it, it makes a lot of sense when we say. Uh, don't you think it's unfair that people who are blind or in a wheelchair can't get into a library? Of course it's unfair, but a lot of people don't really think about that. Um, so we, we still see, see that it's, it's not a top priority for a lot of companies yet to provide equal access to everyone. But I think that hopefully it will become that because it's the only thing that makes sense. Um, so, But I would say that that's the largest challenge right now to make sure that that, that accessibility and inclusive design is really something that um, everyone is on top of everyone's minds when building companies and building organizations. And what's your recommendations to others who have ideas and would like to start an innovation project like, like Be My Eyes? I would say get started. Uh, <laughs> work on something that matters and something that makes an impact. There's no reason to 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 spend your time on on unambitious projects and I would say that a, a recommendation would be to work really really closely together with the target group that you're trying to make a solution for so if you're trying to to make a solution for people who are blind deaf wheelchairs whatever it can be then working really really closely together with that group and ideally have people who have those needs on the team I think would be a, a recommendation Thank you so much, Alexander, for uh, participating in the podcast. Of course. My pleasure. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that you found it interesting to learn more about Be My Eyes and how it works. If you want more information, please check out our webpage, www.impactpool.org. Bye for now and see you in the next episode.